guys, welcome to week four of the NAI F-Ball show. My name is Corey Thorpe. I'm here with my co-host, John Cooper. John, uh, we, we started to hop a little bit into uh, into uh, division and conference games last week. What do you think about all that? You know, we had our game of the week with Lindsey Wilson versus Faulkner, a Mid-South showdown. Uh, they used to be in the same pit in the Mid-South, but now, you know, you got uh, Lindsey Wilson in a different division. Faulkner's migrated down to the Sun. It was great seeing those two play. Um, Lindsey Wilson and Coach Oliver took care of business, but we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Corey, go ahead and uh, do our spill. Go ahead and tell them what we're going to talk about tonight. Hey, man, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to go over some scores from around the league. Uh, we're going to take a look at, uh, at a couple notable pieces that, that happened. Uh, a couple of them that are, um, well, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury would be uh, would be happy. With yeah, you. guys, if you didn't know the NAIA, we have a lot of great offenses here. And uh, for the 76 viewers we have right now on Twitter and the few we have on YouTube, you're in for a good night. You're in for a treat. So let's let's get to it. The NAIA F-ball is first and foremost brought to you by... Fifth Quarter CFB, they're our parent company. They make all of this possible. They believe in small college football. Boy, they're doing a hundred dollar giveaway. Oh snap! And I heard a rumor that they're going to give it away to somebody on the AIF wall that uh, retweets from there. So I might go follow those guys and get a retweet because I know a bunch of you guys viewing right now are those college kids that could use a hundred dollars in your pocket. Absolutely, I can use hundred dollars in my pocket. So. Let's take a look at some of the results from around the league. We talked about a little bit of uh, Lindsey Wilson and Faulkner. Um, and like John said, Lindsey Wilson really came in to, and took care of business. Cameron Dukes was uh, 17 at 33 for 363 yards. And Jalen Boyd broke the century mark on the ground. You know, one thing that really stood out with me, and Coach Oliver and his staff is great at this, that 3-3 stack, 3-4 defense that they traditionally have over there, the schematics, you know, Faulkner could not run the ball at all. Corey, if you know, you can't win football games if you don't run the ball, okay? When they say we got to Alabama, they were an I-formation team, ran it down people's throats. Now they've evolved to that spread offense. They still run the ball. Faulkner could not run the ball at all. So, and that's my alma mater over there. Um, I think Faulkner is going to do well in the Sun Division, but I think that says a lot about Lindsey Wilson's front seven. That was uh, 32 yards on 20 rushes. Yeah. That's a uh, little bit of mental math there. That's eh, about 1.8 yards per bearing. Right. You know, you, you got to be able to run the ball. I you, think we both can agree to. with that. Well, and he turned over Mason Blocker a couple times yeah. too and kept him under control. And Mason, both of them had turnovers. I think both quarterbacks, Cameron Dukes and... Uh, Mason both had two interceptions, kind of uncharacteristically out of both of them. Um, but, you know, the team that ran the ball won the game. They controlled the game. Faulkner didn't start scoring until late in the second half. So, very impressed with Lindsey Wilson. That's why they moved up in the polls a little bit. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Langston, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. Langston wasn't the only one that played an FCS team this weekend. We had a couple. We had a, we had a couple. And, uh, but they took their lumps. They got their paycheck. I think that's one of the greatest things about, you know, these games is that these NAI schools get those paychecks. 
And if you're not a competitor that wants to go play those bigger schools, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, I was hoping to see some more points on the board for Langston, especially after they struggled with their uh, KCAP component, McPherson, earlier. I think it was McPherson. Yes. Don't quote me on that. It was. Okay, McPherson. I was hoping to see some more offense. And they're really missing that senior class from last year. I tell you, um, the the other FCS game, and I, and I didn't write, it, write that one down because it was so lopsided. Right. Uh, with Moorhead State. And Kentucky and Christian. Kentucky Christian. Well, it was 28-28 at halftime. Yeah, Kentucky Christian gave them all that one for a half. Now, Moorhead State opened it up afterwards, and I, they ended up scoring 70. I think that shows the NAI, you know, when you have 28 or something, Full scholarships going yeah. against a team with 65 full scholarships. It's, it's hard to compete, but Kentucky Christian showed why they earned that top 25 ranking. They just missed out this week mm-hmm. in the top 25, but I have a feeling they'll be back. They're going to score on anybody and everybody this year. Now, the upset of the week was Rocky Mountain and Carroll. Um, Rocky Mountain was, was riding high on a 2-0 on a uh, or 2 and 0 start to their season. They march into Billings and they, or Helena, and they get their butt handed to them. You yeah. know, that's unfortunate. We, we worried about Carroll a little bit. They had that off year last year. Yeah. Replaced their legendary head coach. But the Frontier Conference needs to know that Carroll, Carroll's back. Absolutely. And they're in our top 25 this week. I actually ranked them higher. And what they ended up as collectively. But just like that Lindsey Wilson Faulkner game, Carroll ran the ball. Rocky Mountain could not run the ball at all. You got to run the ball to win games. Absolutely. Um, Rocky's leading rusher uh, with five times for 21 yards. That was called William. Sam Sparks only rushed nine times for 18 yards. Um, but on Carroll's side, Matthew Burgess rushed 21 times. For 121 yards and three touchdowns. That's how you do it, right? right. And they took care of the ball. They only had one turnover. Absolutely. That's, 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 if you can run the ball at 500 plus yards of total offense, take right. care of the ball, you're going to blow somebody out. And, and so we, we were talking, um, you know, uh, early this week. Frontier is going to be an interesting thing to rank later you know, on. This and for those guys, I know we have some Frontier people listening in right now. That's one of the hardest things. They talk about it's hard to beat a team twice in major college football. Well, here in the NAI, in the Frontier, you play teams twice in the regular season. It's just automatic round-robin schedule. So Frontier is going to be – and I, I believe that Rocky and Carroll do play again. They, yeah. So, um, it, it's going to be intriguing to see that second round game, or that second time. So, let's, um, let, let's, let's go to, uh, let's go to our top 25. But before we do, we had it fully intended to give you guys the top five plays this week. And, it's uh, still happening this it's week. It's not happening on the live it's, show. It's just not happening live. So, we'll, I, we'll I, had him, it out. I had him here. I had them in my in my slideshow that you see behind me, and I got here and I tested it, and it didn't play. So we're gonna get it figured out so that we can uh, do our our best uh, boomer size uh, there you go. impressions, and uh, we can make up weird nicknames for people. Uh, you know, as as, as they go, kind of uh, kind of like they do on ESPN, but uh, just not gonna be live this week. We'll get it right. figured out. Oh, hey, at least the top twenty-five is live. 
Absolutely. It sounds like the major college football playoff show right behind us. So let's go ahead and get to it. Major props to our, our buddy Parker, um, who again made the graphics and made that fantastic graphic behind us. Um, I saw that and my jaw dropped there. That is beautiful. So major props to him for making all those graphics for us. That was phenomenal. So let's start at the bottom. Carol sneaks in at number 25. Um, they, they have a one-on-one record there. Yeah, absolutely deserve it after they're showing against Rocky Mountain. You know, we were thinking about polls, guys, and, you know, a little bit of poll inertia, but it'll all work itself out. I know we see Rocky out in front of Carol. Personally, I had Rocky ranked below Carol, but this is a top 25 that is a... Uh, is by four different media entities. Us, the JV Sports Show, um, Oklahoma, Sports, Oklahoma Sports, yeah, the Champion Sports Network. And it's actually fun. Right. Hell on a 94 guy. We got somebody directly in Carol's home backyard Absolutely. voting for it. So this is a very well-rounded poll. So you're not going to see too much Carol, even though we've got one of, one of their guys in voting on it. That's the reason we do it like we do, try to keep the balance. Um, but you'll notice... Um, up at number 21, Rocky does fall seven spots. Yeah, they had a huge fall. And, I mean, deservingly so, but we've doubted Coach Stutz before. It'd be here to see if they get back on track. I really think they yeah. don't. Don't, don't they have it? Yeah. Well, look, at number, look at number 22 right there. Rocky Mountain plays Montana Lester this week. That's, that's one of our We're, we're getting to it. Get to it. Go yeah, ahead. You get a little ahead of me, but, but you're good. Number 24, Kaiser. They had a bye week this week. They get it going again. This week, and again, that's another one. It's a, it's a top 25 matchup for Kaiser. Absolutely. Boys from West Palm Beach. Go ahead, number and 23. Number 23 is Southeastern University. Got it off to a good start against Point. Um, got a pretty good lead. Yeah, well, Southeastern showing why they've won the subdivision four straight years in a row. So. Absolutely. We'll have to see what they what they do this week. Again, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Right. 16 through 20, we start with... Langston. Langston's sort of falling off a, a little bit. I really do want to see them once they really get into the heart of conference play. Yeah, out there in the Sooner Athletic Conference. We we definitely want to see what they have. We notice there is a little bit of a drop-off with Langston right now, but we definitely want to see what they have in conference play. Absolutely. Um, just up of them are the Ottawa Braves out of Kansas. Yeah, Ottawa... Tough nose team. Yep. They're one and one right now. Um, it's going to be interesting. They're going to get in the meet their KCAC schedule. Everybody has the uh, eyes on Kansas uh, Wesley. Wesley. They went one and one. Did they lose? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they lose too. I'll have to check. I think they're one and oh. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'll have to okay. check myself. So, all the Kansas guys, sorry about that, but. <laughs> Beth will get uh, got a win last week. A good win goes goes to two and one. There, yeah, a win is a win is a win. They struggled a little bit with Warner, and uh, so it's a win. It's a win. Yeah, they pulled away. Did what they're supposed to do in the fourth quarter. So we'll keep seeing what happens. Go ahead. Ottawa, Arizona. They seem like the media darlings right now, especially uh, in our private messages and you know whatever we're discussing. Everybody's pretty confident over there, especially with the quarterback we have. I'm really interested to see 
Because they're in that, that uh, senior co- athletic conference, too. Right, and they have the win over the Division Two team out in New Mexico. So, really and truly, when Ottawa and, and Langston play, that's going to be... That's gonna that's gonna be pretty much your your conference championship right there when that when that comes comes around. But oh yeah, so Ottawa Arizona is really interesting. They got uh, I'm really I have their game against Oklahoma Panhandle State circle. Um, two great offenses there, yeah. but uh, it's going to be an absolute war I think with them and Langston. I think Langston will start hitting their stride then, and uh, we'll see what happens. Number sixteen is Dickinson State. They are the crown winners of the North Star here recently, uh, past four years. But, uh, you know, they're isolated over there. They really need some of their conference mates to pick it up for them. And, and we'll see as, as we go what, what happens there in the North Star and, and if anybody uh, comes to play there and uh, challenges them for their number one spot in their, in their conference. Going to 11 through 15, we've got Evangel, who... We were talking about it in our uh, media group um, that they're a really tough team to rank right now. Yeah, just and uh, guys, apologize. Some of the records are wrong up there, but Evangel's three and zero. Yep, they um, sure are. They've struggled a little bit, but their defense has been nothing but stout. And it's going to be a year to see what happens in the Hart Conference with them. You know, they played Benedictine later in October, and we both have Benedictine in the top five. Yep. So they'll have plenty of chances to prove themselves. But the teams they face this year have all been winless. Right. And so it just it's, it's really kind of an odd place to put them. When we put a 3-0 team who uh, the, the folks that they play are over now. Um, but we will, we'll really see that come this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, what, we, what we get. Uh, Cumberland's of Kentucky at number 14. Um, you know, a little bit of, of pole inertia there. With, with the yeah, they, they've really been staying around. And like we said, guys, it's all going to work itself out yep. coming up. Um, you know, they've only beaten Alba Maria, and I say only, Alba Maria was the smooth sun champs. Um, they got Weber coming up, and their schedule is pretty favorable until they get to later in the year with, like, Georgetown and Lindsey Wilson. Yeah. So they, they should make a good run and have a high ranking by the time playoffs come around. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Lindsey Wilson, they go up, uh, or they, they stay around that same spot after defeating Faulkner. Yeah, absolutely. They dominated the game. They should be up there, and uh, really looking forward to seeing what they're doing. Really and truly, once we're in this kind of top 15 area, um, it's a lot more stable than, than the bottom 10 of that ranking. Right. Um, next up is so, or, excuse me, College of Idaho. Um, you know, they return the most starters out of anybody in the NAI, and they're showing why. They were on a five-game winning streak in the year last year. They're 3-0, and so eight straight wins coming up. Um, that's got to be up there as far as active winning streaks right now. And they have a bye week coming up. They're preparing for uh, – Previous champions, Rocky Mountain. So Rocky, that would be a showdown. Rocky's going to have uh, have their hands full in the next two weeks. Absolutely. And at number eleven, we see the Baker Wildcats there. You know Baker. You know they had that tough loss to Grandview. Um, that's that's one of those games you don't want to see early in the year. But they put out their frustrations on Graceland and beat them seventy six. Graceland has a new head coach this year, so they took their frustrations out. And uh, they showed that that offense is clicking because last week we didn't see it against Grandview. 
I'm going to interrupt this top 25 to, to see if I can stump you on some trivia. Oh, man. What Olympic star from the 70s played football at Graceland? Olympic star? What would they do in the Olympics? Uh, I think track and field? But they're not known for the Olympics. They're known for who they're married to. I have no idea. Who is that? Caitlin Jenner. Really? Caitlin Jenner. A Graceland played, alumni. Played football at Graceland. Caitlin Jenner. Wow. Uh, tell that one to your friends. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know what I'm going to do with that one. So let's get let's get to our top ten. We start out with Reinhardt out of Georgia. We had a lot of questions about Reinhardt. Yeah, they they uh, it seemed I wouldn't use the word complacent. They're a physical ball club, but I mean they're three and zero. What can you say? They went to camp or hosted Campbellsville, took care of business. I'm really eager to say see them play Kennesaw State in a couple weeks. That's that MCS game, um, very physical. I don't know if Kennesaw. Is ready for that, you know. Everybody overlooks the NAIA team, but they are one of our games of the week here with Kaiser. They got to take care of Kaiser first before they look for that big showdown with that in-state FCS opponent. Sure do. Yeah, number nine, we see Grandview taking care of business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what can you say? That defense is stout, yeah. but that really is. You're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of the same going going through this top this top ten. Saint Xavier. And had a bye week, they get back into it this week. Yeah, I'm really interested to see. Um, you know, they had that upset against Marion last year in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they play this year or not, because they're in different divisions. I'll fact check myself real quick. But St. Xavier should definitely take care of their side. It's not as tough. The Midwest side is definitely not as tough as the Mid-East side. But uh, let's see. Nope, they avoid Marion this year, but they have... Wow, they have Concordia, and they have that's it. That's it on that side. Ooh, that's 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 lucky. So yeah. So and number seven was Northwestern. They struggled a lot, but I, from what I hear, there's there's been some sickness that was going around that campus. Right. And so there was there was a lot of a uh, lot of external things going on there. It's the year of the Red Raider. So. Very surprising that they had that one-point victory against Midland. I thought they were going to blow them out. Yeah. So, like if it's the year of the Red Raider, they got to pick it up, sick or, sick or not. Yeah, that's, that's true. you you got you to pull the Michael Jordan and have that flu game. That's right. And the number six is Marion. They got uh, off uh, to a good start being a, a St. Ambrose team. And uh, unfortunately for St. Ambrose, it wasn't particularly, particularly close. Not at all. And St. Marion has a pretty favorable schedule the next two weeks before they have to sharpen up for St. Francis, Indiana, that rivalry game. I tell you what, those first couple weeks of October for that mid-stage with Marion and Concordia and St. Francis is going to be a round robin to see who stays up there because they all play each other. Yes, very tough. Now for the next ranked team, we got number five, Concordia, cracking the top five. They took care of business against all the Nazarene. They beat the Division Two team. Um, I that think was a, that was a tough. Yeah, I think all of it Nazarene for those guys listening out there. Um, I think they'll see our top twenty-five eventually at some point. Yeah. I think they're a very quality ball club and uh, might be outside the playoff picture come season in. But uh, Concordia, they got to go to, or they host 
think they post St. Francis of No, they go to St. Francis of Lord. I don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, so that St. Francis team over there hasn't had very much success. So yeah. another tune-up game. Number four, Kansas Wesleyan. Keep putting points on the board. Yeah. Shaq Bradford keeps getting sacks. DeMarco Pruitt on the ground. Johnny Thunder through the yeah, Johnny They are the cream of the crop in the cake now. Different week, same result. Um, St. Francis uh, of Indiana still still catching that one uh, first place vote. Yeah, that's that's actually my first place vote. Oh, well, I wasn't going to add but yeah, they uh, they get back on it this week as well. Yeah, they play Robert Morris. So uh, I really expect they have Robert Morris and St. Ambers this next two weeks, and that Marion game will be our NAI game of the week. I guarantee. You. I am almost certain of it. Number two, Benedictine is is actually surprisingly starting to lose a little bit of uh, steam in the polls a little bit. To Saint to Saint Francis, which, they're they're which is, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, Benedictine's been going out blowing up everybody in their play. Um, they really won't have a tough game until Grandview in October that first week. Check check the stat. Benedictine has had twenty two rushing touchdowns, none any other way. Wow, that, that's not through my gator. <laughs> that's unbelievable. That is crazy. That's a team after my own heart. Absolutely. That offensive line is road grading. Speaking of road grading. Morningside. Morningside. What do they feed those boys out there in Iowa? I don't know, but, you know, if I'm, if I'm on a Jay Ponder, I am happy for whatever they are feeding them. Right, and... You know, go ahead and talk about the record that was broken in their game. Well, he tied an NAIA record with a 99, and they'll say three-quarter, but I don't know that the .75 goes in the record books, but a 99-yard touchdown scare for he went over the double century mark this week. Um, there were a couple that did it. Uh, uh, Stewart from Benedictine also went over 200 right. yards. That was a good day on the ground, but um, Morningside... Well, what about Morningside and Dort being 7-7 seven seven after the first quarter? You know, know. I know it ended up 56-14, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I think a little bit of a scare there. So, they turned it on. So, let's take a look then. After that, at our helmet stickers for this week, brought to you by 417 Helmets. Uh, guys, if you need a helmet like the one behind us over there, uh, if uh, you want a mini helmet for your office. I should have brought the mini helmet. Right? I should have brought in the mini helmet. I'm going to do that next week. No, you helmet. have. I thought I, I had, had a mini helmet. helmet. I have the mini there helmet. I'll bring you a mini helmet in next week. If you need a mini helmet for your for your uh, office there, um, you know, if you want to start dropping hints to your wife, you know, you want a mini helmet for Christmas, it's going to be there for you, know it. Absolutely. So 417 is definitely at least worth the follow, seeing what they're put out there. Absolutely. They do every team, every league, high school, peewee, they'll do whatever you want. It's definitely worth the man kid. Absolutely. So let's move to our offensive helmet sticker. We went back and forth on a couple of, of candidates for this, both Stewart and Ponder, but then I saw what the Culver Stockton quarterback, Corbin Martin, put up, and like I said earlier, those are Cliff Kingsbury numbers right there. Yeah, absolutely amazing game against Missouri Valley. He did it on ESPN3 as well, so uh, that's, the that's, first that's awesome. That was the first game I watched waking up. Yep. Actually, it was Culver Stockton and Missouri Valley. 
And he put on a show. So for the random people that decided to watch Colbert Stock at Missouri Valley, they got they got a great show in there. It's a great yeah. air show. Last time you throw five hundred yards, that's video game numbers. That's absolutely fantastic. So you yeah, deserve first time since two thousand and four that Culver Stockton has been Moval. Really? Yep. Well, congratulations, Culver Stockton. Absolutely. Not quite Florida, Kentucky numbers. No. You're, you're getting there at that point. But six touchdowns, man, that is that's that's pretty that's pretty good right there. And then our defensive helmet sticker is gonna go to Texas College linebacker Edward McDonald. Ten tackles, five for loss, three sacks, forced fumble. I mean, what can you say? He was a one man wrecking crew. You know, Texas his teammates had a rough time, especially on the offensive ball. They were shut out this week against uh, Lane College. But uh you know, anytime you have ten tackles, five for a loss, three sacks, and a forced fumble, you got some work. Yeah, you deserve a four one seven holy sticker. Absolutely. So, um, what to watch for this week? We've been alluding to it. I'm excited about the slate of games this weekend. Last weekend was was a little bit, little bit slow. Right. Yeah. This weekend we got ourselves some games. Got a huge amount of games. We got. Two different top 25 matchups. That starts getting a little bit more rare within the season when you yeah. get the conference play. But we got Reinhardt going to West Palm Beach to Kaiser. You know, if I was Reinhardt, maybe if I was a player, and that's why I'm not a player anymore. <laughs> but I would say, let's go an extra day and spend some time at West Palm Beach. But uh, the Seahawks are for real, Corey. Absolutely. There's a reason why they're in our top 25. They take care of business. They took care of Dort, an out-conference opponent. They won last week. It's going to be your team. They're, they're not going to be Weber. It's not going to be an easy It's not going to be Reinhardt versus Weber, where Reinhardt was able to grind Weber out. I think it's going to be a war to the very end. So we talked about a game earlier. Um, you know, their oddness, they can absolutely prove themselves this week with a win over Culver Stock. You know, Coach Heppel over there really prides himself on defense. I don't see Culver Stockton throwing for 500 yards mm-hmm. again. Um, but, I mean, it's a game to watch for. Uh, if, if Andrew was to slip up, this is one of the games you would pick. Absolutely. Maybe overlooking them a little bit before you get into the uh, media conference play there. Right. And the next one we got Rocky Mountain versus Montana Western. Rocky Mountain came in our poll at number 21. While Montana Western's been floating around right there. They're at uh, number 22. You know, this... At this point in the season, you know, for like a one-loss team in the frontier, you know, you can make the playoffs with three losses, but at this point, each one kind of sets you back, really, for playoffs. It would be really interesting for me to watch Rocky Mountain. Um, you're, you're back at home, and do you let one loss turn into two? Right. Do you do you let yourself get beat by Carroll twice in two weeks? Well, you know, Montana Western, they beat Carroll earlier in the season. Montana Western had trouble running the ball, though, but they hit the 100-yard mark. Uh, That's going to be a war. I'm, I'm picking Montana Western to win this game. I've won against Rocky Mountain this whole season. But, you know, and they'll probably, they might show me wrong, but I'm going with Montana Western this game. Rocky Mountain really needs to solidify who they're using at quarterback. They're going 
back and forth between two, two or three different guys right now. I'd really like to see them settle on right. a, on a guy. Um, you know, the old the old saying is if you have two quarterbacks, you don't actually have any. Right. So uh, we we've got to see them solidify on a quarterback. Um, if they do that, then they then they can beat Montana Western. If if you know your starter has an off day, it's it, you might have a chance to slip up. Absolutely. And then uh, Southeastern. Georgetown comes down all the way to Lakeland, Florida, and plays Southeastern. You know, I don't care what Georgetown is or isn't ranked. Right. When you play Georgetown, you better bring it. You better bring it. And they know it. And they play with, like, they know that there's a target on the back. Right. And, you know, Georgetown lost to Kentucky Christian first week of the season. First time they've ever lost a Kentucky Christian in their history. Uh, didn't get to watch that game. When I saw the score, I was like, oh, my gosh. But I think against Southeastern, they're going to have to establish a run game, which they seem to be really pass-heavy right now. Yeah. Um, I'm eager to see that defensive back group regroup for Georgetown. They don't have a lot of yards through the air. Even the front seven, Kentucky Christian had their way, any which way they wanted to go. If I'm Southeastern, I'm kicking a man when they're down. So a couple things before we uh, before we end up here, I'm going to uh, I'm going to raise a little trouble. Go ahead. So the NAI released its official coaches poll this week. Does anybody stand out to you? I would say Sienna Heights right there at the end of their top twenty-five. Um, I thought they would have made ours by now, but. Uh, soon it'll come. It'll all work out. Yep. Um, I think I know where you're going with it. Uh, I would like to see Ottawa, Arizona, that ranked number 23rd in the coaches poll. Um, I think they should be a little higher there. Other than that, um, take it away. I mean, there's the, it's not horribly bad. Um, when you compare to ours, it's it's not a bad poll. No, no, not, not at, all. at all. I think they did a real a really good job. Um, it's just so tough right. doing the poll after three weeks, right? Especially after um, you know you haven't seen. All I, I can't believe they have Cumberland, Tennessee at number twenty-five, especially after they struggled with Thomas Moore, yeah. which is a first-year Mid South Conference member. But I know Coach Math is over there; he has a great program. Yeah. I don't know disrespect to those guys, but uh, you know I, I'm really surprised to see the Phoenix at number twenty-five. Um, Sienna Heights is great to be there. I'm surprised to see Northwestern is, is a little low to me. Same thing here. It's just a touch high. Right. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to see as, as the season goes out. Right. I agree. And, uh, you know, just a little bit of differentials in our poll. But I, I think when we get in the playoff season, it's about game eight, game nine. I think ours will probably really match up. I think the biggest thing that we saw last year was Bethel was ranked behind Reinhardt forever. You know, after having that head-to-head win and a better record. But, uh, you know, that's why we're here. We're here to bring balance. The coaches over there do a great job that are on the oversight committee of their poll. But uh, we're here to just bring a different perspective. And, uh, you know, they'll have times where they get on us. We'll have times when we get on them. It's just part of it. I'll say this. There is nobody in either top 25 that is not in the other's top 25 in receiving that. Right. So, I mean, it's it's close. Yes, very similar. Now, the other thing before we let y'all go is this. 
we are thinking about getting a little uh, swag shop. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you, need, you need to represent the league you play for. Um, I'm excited to have some NAI F-ball gear, but uh, we send us in the DMs of stuff that you would like to have. We're going to have shirts, we're going to have hats, mugs, or the Kansas Wesleyan guy. We're going to have the NAI F-ball and DX and NWO on. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to have it ready to go. So uh, that's just a great way to support uh, the coverage of your league if you're interested in that, uh, especially for the uh, for the parents too. Absolutely, yeah. Let us know. Um, leave us a comment on on our YouTube video or uh, or on Twitter. You know, ten years ago, people wouldn't have known where U Pike was besides in Kentucky. Right, you know, and I, so, I would have, but and yeah, the only reason I would have known it was Kentucky is because you got Shane Kentucky there. Well, and uh, you know, it's just NAI has become more and more recognized. It really is. So, I mean, you guys are hitting NAI at a great time. Absolutely. So, let us know what you would want to uh, want to purchase, and we'll uh, see what we can get done with that. Uh, I'm excited for a good week of football. I'm excited as well, Corey. But, uh, anyways, guys. Follow us on all platforms, NAI F-Ball. Top plays will be going out. We will release the top 25 rankings. If you missed them here, we'll have them tweeted out. But uh, we enjoy you guys. Thank you for the support. Uh, we are here for you. And look forward to talking more ball. Absolutely. Take care, guys. <laughs>